Did you know companies are expected to spend 1.5 billion in ad revenue through podcasts by 2023? That's right, podcasting is the future and we're still very early. The tech is better than ever and the barrier to entry is lower than ever. That's why I created my No Bullshit Guide Podcasting for Beginners ebook to help you get started. Visit blackisnewrich.com to get yours. Everybody thinks being an entrepreneur is like, oh, rich you're rich <laughs> yeah, now yeah, you're yeah, traveling yeah. You're, you're doing your thing everybody likes you like it's not, it's not like, like that, that at, at all. all at all at all it's the hardest thing you ever if you have a problem working a nine to five you're not gonna make it as an yeah Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Black is the New Rich podcast. I am your host, Corey Cash, and today we got a very special guest. Um, he's been an entrepreneur for a very long time, and I've been following his work for a long, long time, even when I was doing photography, and i just seen him grow over the last, um, let's say, five years or so, and he, now he has a film company, but I don't want to keep talking. Can you introduce yourself? What's going on, bro? <laughs> Uh, my name's Jamal. Everybody knows me as Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, my company is called Flash Forward. We're, I don't really want to say a small production company because we're kind of doing no, big you're, things you're doing now. Big things. We're doing big things now, but you know, we're not, we're not known globally or anything like that, but, uh, we specialize in film, photography, web design, graphic design. Uh, we're starting to take on more, you know, bigger projects like movies tv shows commercial work uh we're we're well known for like weddings and that kind of stuff too but really trying to expand now and just just do our thing you know okay dope so let's bring it back a little bit how did you even get into like the film industry how did you pick up a camera um to be honest with you i was always into it yeah i just uh never really knew it was something that i can make a living from mm-hmm. so i was like the guy in high school that would always have his cell phone out recording this recording that and then i take it back to the computer and do whatever i can with yeah, it. it wasn't wasn't yeah. nice or anything, <laughs> yeah, yeah, i yeah. just did it right and um i just i just tried to have fun with it and then i started to really learn the craft of it like you know, composition, exposure, mm-hmm. this, that, whatever. I was like, yo, this is a lot more complicated than just pointing a camera yeah. at things moving around, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, I'm into this. I, I want to learn more about it. And uh, I'm going to try and like do something with it aside from just for fun, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, it just kind of kind of kept growing from from when I think, I think I really started when I was in grade 11. Oh, shoot. And yeah, it just kept growing. Did you do like film school or anything like that? Or no, I never went to film school. Everything was self-taught. Same. same. YouTube was my teacher. Yeah, same. And then um, you know, I started following around a couple of guys in the city that were were doing their thing. And I'm like, yo, can I can I see how to do this from a from your perspective and like try to get better or whatever? Mm-hmm. And that's really how my entire career was built. Just YouTube and looking at other people's stuff. Jeez. Okay. So how did we get, how did you get to the film company? Cause I assumed that you're doing it by yourself before mm-hmm. just doing independent projects, but how did you get to the film company? Um, it was like a, like a mental decision. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think one thing that bothered me a little bit was I didn't want to be known as just a, a the camera guy or the camera. Yeah, I hate that too. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I hate that too. a lot of people look at you and they're like, "Oh, the cameraman! Yeah. I need a cameraman, yeah, whatever." Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I'm not just a cameraman. Yeah, like, exactly. You know. Yeah. So after I started taking myself more seriously, and I was like, "Yo, let me learn the craft of this and learn how to do this at a more professional level," I also decided to start upgrading my gear yeah. and, and like really investing like not only my time but like my money mm-hmm. I like put real dollars into yeah. this thing right and i said to myself i'm gonna bet on me put the time put the money up 
and we'll just see what happens, right? And 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 basically what happened was I started getting clients. Like people were like, oh, okay, uh, this looks good. How much would it be to do this, da-da-da? Mm-hmm. And I started just doing it for clients and that's where it just turned into it, organically really yeah. uh, into a, a production company. Okay, okay. So you mentioned something that I can relate to, like that camera guy <laughs> notion. Like I hate that, to mm-hmm. be honest. And that's kind of why... I personally don't like shooting celebrities because it becomes all about them and never about the artist behind it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So how do right. you feel about that? It's true. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw, um, I think it was on uh, Six Buzz or something the other day where a videographer was like, um, what do you say exactly? He's like, oh, he's he's selling all of his equipment. Oh, I've seen that he's for seen music that. videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like, know who um, it was though. I can't remember. I can't remember who it was either. But he was like, yo, I'm, I'm selling all my equipment because I'm underappreciated and da 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 da. And I'm like, that's every day, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like depending on who your client is, yeah, they might be super big time. They might be small time. But everybody in between, they just kind of look at you as like. If you show up by yourself, especially you're, you're, you're a cameraman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I was like, I don't want to be a cameraman. That's why I decided like I have to get a team and I have to position myself and present myself to people as, as a, a company. production company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and 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 a lot of people like to hustle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, hustling is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be able to hustle mm-hmm. to make things happen. But at some point, you gotta stop hustling and start building a business. Mm-hmm. And like really early was when I started saying like I don't want to hustle, bro. Yeah. I don't want to hustle. I want to build a business and I want people to come to me with an expectation of what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. Just speaking on that, like, that's why I got a little bit discouraged when it came to the camera stuff because I was hustling and not really building the business side. My, I would, I can be honest, like, I felt like my negotiating part of things was weak. Right. So I know that you negotiate well and you have a process for that how do you go about negotiating the price you want um yeah it is a it actually is an entire process right mm-hmm. um i know most people uh when they get a dm on like instagram or facebook or whatever um they just start typing out the information right yeah yeah i, yeah. I don't do that Mm-hmm. Like I used to do that, I don't do that no more, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why is because I, like again, I want to present myself as a business, not an individual, mm-hmm. right? So I, I tell that, like I'll, I'll take the 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 DM and I'm like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Blah blah blah, and I'll tell them like, um, go fill out my contact form on my website, mm-hmm. and that way I'm gathering all their information, so name, number budget, mm-hmm. uh, the project details, like all those kind of things that I need to know just to get an idea of what this person, if they're serious or if they're not serious or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take that information and um, I'll ask them to do a like an over-the-phone consultation, um. right? And a lot of people don't, don't understand. Your message, like when you're messaging somebody on a DM, your message can come across as so different depending on how Someone you say hear it. it. Or, or versus who's taking in your information. When you talk to people on the phone, it's mm-hmm. like you can make clear messaging, thoughts, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, clear yeah. thoughts of what you want to do. So once I started calling clients and um, asking them, like I don't, I don't try to sell myself. Like if you if you contacted me, it already know it already lets me know that you saw something that you like from from my portfolio. True, true, right. So by the time you get on the phone with me, now we're now I want to know what you need from me, mm-hmm. and we have that conversation about your project, due dates, target group, you know, all those kind of things that yeah. that are important to the so end So it makes product. it, right off the bat, way more professional. 
Exactly. And, and, and when they talk to me and they hear me speak and they ha- hear, the, hear the questions that I'm asking them and all that kind of stuff, it's like, okay, this guy's not a regular cameraman. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 he, yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. And when you start having conversations like that, you start asking clients like, what's your outcome? What, what do you want from this? Like, mm-hmm. what is this going to do for you? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, it's going to help me get more followers and da 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 Okay. And what do, follow- what, what do more followers mean for your brand or your business or what you're trying to do? And I, and I get them to talk about money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I build this video for you and it's going to help you get, I don't know, let's say 10,000 more followers, what does 10,000 more followers mean for your business? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to increase my revenue by five thousand dollars more a month okay mm-hmm. so then we're talking about helping you make five thousand dollars more a month mm-hmm. five thousand dollars over the course of a year mm-hmm. right we're talking that we, we talk these numbers like okay so i'm gonna help you get like 60 grand a For year a year so you this video is gonna cost some money and so i can say <laughs> if you're making 60 grand a year yeah and i say okay i'm gonna need 10 that that's a good flip Right, we're talking. We're talking business now, right? Yeah, we're not yeah, talking yeah. no no cameraman stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like that. That's my process. And then once I get them to you know talk about their numbers, talk about what they need from me, and we go over the um the numbers or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I'll send them a follow up email after the call, of course, mm-hmm. right? Um, just to basically break down what we talked about. Yeah. And I'll send them an invoice. Yeah, I'm right like, away. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an invoice, um, fifty percent up front, and we can make this official. Mm-hmm. and we do what we got to do jeez what have you noticed from the years of like negotiating when do people come back at you with like hey bro i can't what do you do with the people that necessarily say yeah, i can't afford this can you do this for me or da, 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 da. so this is why i get them on the phone mm. right and when i get them on the phone and i talk about and we talk about their project they're telling me everything that they're gonna get from oh smart yeah, get smart. from the conversation, yeah. get from the product that I give them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I thought you said that this is going to help you make $5,000 a month. Yeah. Or I thought you said this is going to help you get 10,000 subscribers. Or yeah. I thought this was going to do this, right? Yeah. Like if, if you want that, we, we got to do what we got to do to make that happen, right? Yeah. And, and the other thing is when you start building your, your yourself as a company and not as an individual, um, if I was b- by myself asking a client for $10,000, let's say, they'd be like, Bro. Why am I going to give just you 10 Gs? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But if I'm like, yo, I have a team of six people that's coming to do this, da, 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 da. Yeah. Then $10,000 seems more reasonable reasonable and respectable to to pay to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, you got to, everything is, is, is premeditated essentially when yeah, you're yeah. working with clients. You got you to gotta think ahead of them mm-hmm. a little bit so mm-hmm. that you, you, you not only understand what they want, but you can also get what you need from them to get the job done. True. Do you find that because you have expensive ear, you have a red camera, right? Mm-hmm. Do you find that helps your price points out a lot of for a lot of projects? To be honest with you, the average person doesn't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, the, yeah. the average person that comes and they want a video for their Instagram, yeah. they don't and care. And actually, when you put on Instagram, that gets rendered down to like 180p anyway. Or well, 1080p. Well, yeah, it's still gonna look better than most most other things. True. But at the end of the day, like they don't know what a red camera is. They don't know what a a cinema lens is. Like they don't they don't even care, right? Yeah. They're just like, oh, I just need a video done. How much is it gonna be? Mm-hmm. Right. So, for my for my uh, my gear is now presented to 
directors, producers, uh, like that know people what's going that on. understand yeah. the film world. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, this guy shoots with a red red Komodo. All right, perfect. So mm-hmm. they're gonna automatically gonna assume like this guy's gonna cost between here and here. Yeah. Right. And those are the type of clients that I'm I'm fighting to work with. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, not that I don't want to work with like you know the smaller businesses or whatever, but I'm not fighting you to give you what you want. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want it, like we'll do it. But I'm yeah. not gonna beg you or try to convince you mm-hmm. to to pay more for what you want. And actually, to be honest, like <clears throat> doing videography and photography, I notice the clients with the lower budgets they have the most asks. oh my gosh and the ones that have the higher budgets they just say hey get this done boom exactly. done and that's it bro one thing that you find out like really quickly is the the cheaper clients want the most yeah money. it's crazy and they're the hardest to work with because mm-hmm. you'll deliver something that's amazing mm-hmm. they don't understand how it's going to actually work for what they're trying to do and they'll be like oh but i want this too and i want you to do it this way and it's like if i do it this way this is what's going to happen yeah Versus the person that knows what's going on and you do it exactly the way that you discussed it mm-hmm. and you give them what they're looking for, they're just happy. They're like, okay, here's your money. Boom. Let's go to the next thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. So when I started, I didn't think about systems and processes. And I, I wouldn't say I regret it, but it's something that if I could do it over again, I would implement it first. I know you talked about your contact sheet and where that goes. When did you implement your system and process and what's the full range of it on the back end? Okay, so um, uh, I'll give the secret out. Um, the the um, pr- um, what do you call it? Program that I use mm-hmm. to organize my business is a, is a company called HoneyBook. Oh, I just got it like Honeybook. two days ago. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. HoneyBook is amazing. And the reason why I love that what program- What is it for everyone that doesn't know? So HoneyBook is a, a client management program, which mm-hmm. essentially- intakes clients and puts them and you create a a process of how you want to interact with that client Mm -hmm. all the way from the first inception all the way to delivery Mm -hmm. so on my honey book essentially the way i do is like i'll get somebody to fill out the contact form and i have a bunch of preset emails already ready to go so as soon as they send me an email and i read it i'm like okay they're looking for this okay cool boom i send them a, a preset email yeah from that, e- that email is, like I said, trying to schedule a, a call or whatever so mm-hmm. that we can talk about their project. Mm-hmm. After the call, fill out, uh, I sent out another template and I kind of change it around to make it customized based on to what them. we talked about. Mm-hmm. And then um, depending on what they say to me or if they respond right away, I might have a couple of follow-ups that are automatically happening mm-hmm. um, in the background. And um, once they decide like they want to work with me, um, I'll trigger that triggers an, an invoice to be sent out to them. Right away. Like well after the consultation after, after the consultation, after after we uh after they send me an email saying like, Yeah, we want to work with you, yeah, I have a preset template ready to just be like, Okay, cool, boom, boom. send the email. Numbers in. and what that does for me, and I and I'll tell you, I, I started with Honeybook probably about two years ago. And one of the things that I hate about business is like following up and all that <laughs> yeah, all yeah. that back end stuff like yeah. i hate it yeah 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 so anything that i can do to eliminate or limit it or, or limit mm-hmm. that process it makes me like super efficient yeah right so it's like i just like yourself i was like yo i wish i started doing something like this earlier is because because like I can't keep track of all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a I have, lot. I have messages coming in from here, and yeah. here, whatever, whatever. And it's like, if they don't respond right away, I'll, I'll forget about them. Mm-hmm. And that's all money that yeah. potentially could be losing you know, out yours, on. right? Yeah. 
So it's like once you have your system in play, you put everybody in the right place where they need to be and you start mm. following up, you start sending out the information and you start, that's how you start closing deals. Mm, okay, so for someone that's like coming into the camera world or it doesn't even have necessarily have to be a camera, but business, would you recommend them setting up their systems first or getting some- yeah, right away. Right away. Like as soon as you know what type of services you wanna offer mm-hmm. and you have an idea of what you wanna charge for it, mm-hmm. set up a process. Okay. What do they call it? Um, uh, a sales funnel is what. Yeah, sales funnel. What everybody calls it. Yeah. Right. And they're huge because once you put people through the proper sales funnel, you're more than likely going to book that client. True. Of course, there, there's still going to be people that are like, oh, that's out of my budget, or mm-hmm. like I found someone else, or they just don't respond at all. Like that kind of thing, you have no control over. Mm-hmm. But once you get on the phone with a client and you talk to them, like you got to remember your process. It's probably going to be ten times better than the next person they talk to. The next person is going to send them a DM on Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me, like, <laughs> like responding like that, right? Yeah. And then if I send them a brochure with my portfolio, like your, some of my work, your templates, my prices, <laughs> my this, my that, like they're going to look at you and they're like, eh. <laughs> and Facts. then they're going to look at look at me and they're like, okay, this is this seems a lot more professional and it might be more expensive, but like. Yeah, it's getting it, done. It's speaking for itself, right? True, true. How do you go about your lead generation? Are you doing um, uh, word of mouth? Are you doing Facebook ads? How you do? How you getting your clients? So right now, um, I'm not really doing any type of paid marketing. Okay, I should. Okay, like that's something that I was talking about with my team um, yeah. the other day. It was like, yo, we need to start, you know, running these ads and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But we're kind of in a spot where we're getting a lot of inquiries coming in as a team Mm -hmm. and we're booking pretty good clients, right? Like, like I was telling you earlier, I was on a submarine last year. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Where does that happen? Right. Out of nowhere that just came to my, came to my table. Right. So Mm -hmm. we're getting, we're getting clients. So it's like, it's not like we have to go out and spend money on marketing. Um, but at the end of the day, like we're going into the slower part of the year. So like from, I'll say like October to maybe like March, Mm -hmm. it's significantly slower than summertime, spring, summer. Yeah. So at this point, it's like, we need to, what what we decided is that we're going to start putting out some more spec work. Mm -hmm. So like projects that we thought of and just go out and do it. True. And then um, put some ad dollars behind it. And so that more people can, can see it. Okay. Dope. So in building a team, like when did you know that you wanted to build a team? And another question following is that how do you go about paying your team? So um, this is why it's important to have a, a structure in play. Okay. So with my team, I do it two ways. Okay. Uh, I'll either ask them like, okay, so we have a four hour shoot or whatever. What do you need for that? Mm-hmm. If they tell me this is what they need, this is what they need, mm-hmm. right? And then I take that information back to the client, and then that's all tied into the the price, right? Okay. And then there's the other option where a client will come with a budget, and I'm like, okay, this is what we can do with the budget. Are you in? Or are you out? Mm-hmm. And if they're in, we do it. If they're if they're out, then we don't do it. Then we don't do it together. I'll, I'll find someone else to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or if they're busy or whatever the case is. But I think it's really important, like being a creative and just being from. Like, um, just experiencing being undervalued a lot. Yeah, trust me. Right? Yeah. Like, you just know, you like, you're gonna meet people that expect you to do a, a full day for like two bills. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're crazy undervalued. So it's like, for me, I always look out for your guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I always think about 
the other guys on my team and everybody like we're all grown mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. everybody has their home they have their responsibilities they got kids they yeah, got bills bills like yeah. two hundred dollars for four people like yeah what are you talking about you know what i'm saying you can't do anything with that so i try to always think about my team and make sure that at least if even if it's under what we usually do i always like say like yo this is what it is mm-hmm. And I told them, and I tell them straight up, like, if this is not for you, if it's not enough for you to come out, like, I'd rather you tell me that. Yeah. So, you than, know, then, then show up and not work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that's just the mentality that, that I have with my team and, 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 and how we operate. Okay. And, and it works well. Like, like we don't have, and, and the other thing that you really have to think about is like, check your egos at the door. True. True. Right? As good as I think I am always somebody that's doing it at a higher level or better than me Mm -hmm. so it's like you never know who you're going to meet when you go out to these different events or you do these different type of projects or whatever you don't you don't know who you're going to meet so it's like when you come in and you come to work and you check your ego it's like it's not it's not always about the the dollar at the end of the day Mm -hmm. it's about learning and building connections and networking and all that partnerships partnerships and collaborations i know people hate that word collaborations but if it's done I love right, it right now to be if honest. it's done right it's done really well yeah 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 so you talked about so when yeah so that's what i want to say when it comes to like pricing again do you factor like for example uh, a piece of your equipment your all the um the programs that you use do you factor all that in all of it so when I first, um, not even when I first, when I buy any piece of new gear, the first thing I do is I go and I see how much it rents for. Okay, true. Right. So if I have a, I have the uh, red Komodo, mm-hmm. um, you can rent that for four hundred a day. Yeah. Right. So automatically, I'm thinking, okay, four hundred a day. I have a whole breakdown. Uh, I'm releasing a course <laughs> um, that just teaches people how to price themselves. So yes. it's a full breakdown of how to get to. Uh, uh, like a day rate okay right and i always tell creatives like don't do per hour do a, a, a either half day or a full day rate for your services mm. and within that half day or full day services you're factoring in your equipment your experience true right and then you also want to think about how far is it like am i, am I going out to Barry. montreal yeah. or you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. all those kind of things you gotta you have to think about how much are you going to pay your team and then you always want to try and at least keep 30 percent of whatever number you present to the client for yourself for yourself mm. at least 30 percent. if you could push it up push it up but you at least want to take home 30 percent for yourself mm-hmm. so that's the way that's the way that i break it down and, and and put it together for for my clients okay dope so when did you <clears throat> develop this like winner's mindset like you know i'm gonna push forward push forward uh, i'm gonna scale my business and just go for the top when did you, when did you develop that and how did you do it um, it's crazy. I was I walked in and the first thing I saw was Kobe on your wall. And um, as a kid, Kobe was a huge influence for me. Mm-hmm. Like on the court, he was obviously a killer, but the way that he approached like everything it was like very methodical. Yeah. It's like he broke everything down from he'll take something super big, the biggest problem, to little tiny steps. Break, you know, right? Yeah. He, he breaks it down to these little tiny steps on how to get from one point to the other to the other to the other and he stayed consistent with it that was Mm -hmm. like his whole thing with people is like go hard and stay consistent Mm -hmm. and like from a little kid like i said like that's just how i thought like anything that i approached anything that i really wanted to do i looked at the big problem and broke it down into smaller things that i can digest we'll say Mm -hmm. and i just started working towards that and it's like damn like i told you it's a hotline sometimes (laughs) 
And it's like um, when 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 I when I approach anything and and like where, where business is concerned, I always want to try and make sure that I'm I'm looking at everything and just try to get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit better, better every single time I do it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think one of the biggest things, especially for creatives, um, they're afraid of failing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. I do something and I bomb it, yeah, like that's that's what it is. You take those failures and you learn from it Mm -hmm. and you take that 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 what you learn from that failure and you apply it to the next thing that you're going to do or the next time you're going to do something and that's how you become better Mm -hmm. like you don't get better by just being perfect and winning every single time you have to lose you have to be unsuccessful at something it has to be hard you know what i'm saying or or you're not going to get better a hundred percent so speaking about failures what do you think your biggest loss has been thus far and how'd you bounce back man <laughs> um my biggest loss the thing the thing is, is like there's so many losses that <laughs> you can go i think one of them was um losing out on a on a wedding that was um they had a sixty thousand dollar budget for us jeez and it was going to be shot out in um um greece oh wow and this was like right before covid yeah yeah so that would have been nice it would have been wicked (laughs) that would have been one of the things to put on my portfolio that would have solidified our team in the wedding game Mm -hmm. literally forever yeah like no one could talk to us at that point right and and then covid hit and we and the couple's like yeah we can't we can't do it no more jeez and we just had to like we that. were so amped, yeah, so ready. We like had a whole like shopping cart ready for all the things that we we're gonna get to yeah. go out and do the job. Like we were amped, and then it just got taken away, like just, just like, like that, that. Like, yeah. Before you could even think it was gone, and it's like, I think for the average person, they'll be like, "Oh man, like what do I do? Like yeah. oh my god, I don't even want to do this anymore." Kind of, I don't know, really doubting themselves and like really being hard on themselves. But I look at everything from a realistic point, like. Does that suck? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible thing to hear or have to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I have no control over that. Yeah, 100%. I can't pandemic. do anything about that. Yeah. Right? And knowing that, all I can really do is like reload and, you know, shoot for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that I, I, like, if you talk to my team and and see us how we interact, like, I'm always the coolest cucumber in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not stressed. I'm never worried. I'm mm-hmm. never too high. I'm never too low. I'm always like- Medium medium and then when these bad things happen when anything's happened i just say yo like all right this happened it's done like what can we do next Mm -hmm. like what do we want to do next and how do we want to we want to attack this Mm -hmm. and that's just the way it has to be like everybody thinks being an entrepreneur is like oh rich you're rich (laughs) now you're traveling you're you're doing your thing everybody likes you like it's not not like like that that at at all at all it's the hardest thing you're ever if you have a problem working a nine to five you're not going to make it as an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not doing a nine to five. You're doing a 24-7 now. A hundred percent. Every day, all day, it's dependent on you to make things happen or you don't eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you can't if you can't wrap your head around that and just deal with all the highs and the lows, like you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done. Yeah, that'll be a lot. Have you thought about um, getting like a virtual assistant for all the knickknack stuffs in your business when it comes to like templates, uh, processes and all that? Um, definitely thought about it. 
Um, I think the only issue with a virtual assistant right now is getting them to learn all the processes processes and putting them through like how I like things done. True. For me, I, I am very hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, even though if I don't like doing the work, I, I do it anyways because I know if I talk to the client or I know if I do this for the client, mm-hmm. more than likely they're going to do what I want them to do. Yeah. Right? So it's hard for me to give that responsibility to somebody Someone else, else yeah. and then kind of see what happens yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah when i work where it's like i know what i can do with these clients if i get them on the phone yeah no i feel like you always have to be on the phone but off that phone then everything becomes like a, a repeated type of system yeah 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 so i mean again it's like it's even like sending off an email like the way I would do it compared to let's say maybe somebody else would do even though, even though it's a template you still have to customize it a true, little bit true true so th- so it's like it's hard for me to like I need to let go essentially <laughs> yeah. like that that might actually be the next part of my development that's going to take me to the next level mm-hmm. is being able to like delegate because you're the visionary really right just delegate work and give tasks to people and let them just handle it while mm-hmm. I go out and you know find a new client or do this or do that it's like one of the things that I don't want to do anymore is I don't want to edit Yo, I was just, that's my next question. I hate it. I don't want to edit anymore. And it's yeah. not because I hate it, hate it. I hate it. But it's like, it consumes so, so much of time. my time. Yeah. That, like I could be out there finding the next client. I could be improving this, this process. I could yeah. be, you know, marketing, you mm-hmm. know, all these other things, but I'm sitting down here for hours editing. But the problem is here, here's the biggest issue with editing. A good editor it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Very, very expensive, expensive. Very expensive. Very expensive. And a bad editor, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And facts. one thing about me is I hate missing deadlines. Yeah. Like, it might sound bad to say, I don't care. I don't care who died in your family. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I paid you for this and yeah. the due date is this date. Yeah, you need it done. I need it done. Bro. Mm-hmm. Just get it done. Yeah. Right. And and the thing, and the other thing with me is I'm never, I'm never going to be the guy that's going to be like, yo, is it done? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what are you doing? Like, yeah. What's going on? I was like, yo, is it done? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, you know, it's due, it's due on this date, right? Mm-hmm. That date comes and goes and you're not done and you give me your sob story. I'd be like, Snip no stick. problem. No problem. I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call you again though. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's just how our team rolls. And everybody that comes in knows like, this is how we get down. Mm-hmm. But it's accountability piece too. That's that, what that's propels it. your uh, business forward. Exactly. It's like, you got to do what you got to do. Again, this is being an entrepreneur. Everything, every f- piece of food you put in your mouth is now based on what you actually do. Yeah. If you don't do it, Trust you don't me. eat. Trust me. Trust me. Have you ever had to like actually let someone go from <clears throat> your film company? Um, I never really let anybody go. Um, I... I I did. I did. Uh, you know, move from one set of people that I work with to another set of oh, people. True. Um, but it wasn't that I let them go. Cause like I don't. I don't think I'm anybody's boss, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, but I really feel like everybody gets to a point in their development where they have to do things their way, mm. and that's really how I started. I started working with a company. Yeah. And they taught me a lot of things, and I learned and developed. And I said, okay, cool. Thank you for everything. I respect everything that you did for me. Mm-hmm. But I got to do some things. I want to do things differently. Yeah. For my for the way I see how to do it. Yeah. And that's just how my development happened, right? True. So it's like even with the people that I work with now, if one day they come to me and they're like, "Yo, Jay, like, I want to start my own company, and yeah. I want to do this, and I want to do that," it's time. I say, "Hey, man." That's that's cool. Do yeah. your thing, right? But in terms of like letting anybody go, 
I've worked with people here and there that just didn't get it. Yeah. Right. And I had to let them know, like, yeah, like this, this is not going to work. Yeah. But it's not like I'm their boss and I hired them. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, yeah, you're not performing. So you're It's not. a respectable conversation. Right. Right. Okay. Like everybody, everybody is responsible for themselves and they got what they got to do. But if you can't get it done, then we just can't work together. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about weddings. Cause honestly, I've shot two weddings in my life not many at all i'm very i I don't know i wouldn't say i'm a professional at shooting weddings how do you like it and how do you go about getting clients for weddings and what type of price point are you aiming for so weddings are weddings are dope in terms of development for a creative and the reason why i say that is because um if we compare like let's say a commercial to a wedding Right mm-hmm. on a commercial, you have unlimited takes. If you yeah. screw it up, your wedding is stressful. Jeez. Weddings, you gotta know your stuff. Yeah, like you gotta understand the exposure triangle. You gotta understand your composition. You gotta mm-hmm. understand, you know, camera movement. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand frame rates. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things that you just have to know yeah. and have to be able to change on the fly. Yeah. in order to get the shot at a wedding. Yeah. So for somebody that's learning how to use a camera or you know trying to become you know better at being a, a cinematographer or videographer or whatever mm-hmm. go do a wedding yeah because i guarantee me. i did one early and i was like holy shit you're gonna learn yeah like, you have to learn yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah or you're not gonna make it and then mm-hmm. once you once you understand all those principles on all those different things you can do it like that mm-hmm. going and shoot a commercial is like easy easy mm. so for me, I, I enjoy weddings. Um, it, to be honest with you, is what really helped me to build my my business and become like an entrepreneur and just be able to do this full time. Is like yeah. weddings really helped position me to do that. Yeah. Um, and it's like from a price point, you can do one wedding and make anywhere from six to like fifteen thousand. Yeah. Like, just depending on what they want and how it needs to be done, you can make real money doing weddings. Mm-hmm. So it really just comes down to using the opportunity to learn and then applying that to other things true so i guess weddings kind of gave you the blueprint how you kind of want to run your business right because yeah weddings that's that's hard stuff like i remember i was flying from one corner to the other corner and i was just only doing one other person Mm -hmm. so we're just trying to we're gonna we're trying to have synergy to see where what what the shot is because if you miss that kiss you're done you're toast. You're toast. You can't, you can't be like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, you do that again. Am I redoing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no time for that. Yeah, that was stressful. But yeah, that was a time. So there's a couple questions that I ask everybody on the show. And I want to make one. I want to make a prediction. I want to play this in five years. And I'm like, ah, Jamal did say he was going to do that. Where do you see your business in five years or yourself? Um. So I think. The next major thing that we're we're thinking about is actually getting a <clears throat> like a studio, mm. a studio space, but not like not like the regular studio spaces that you see mm-hmm. uh, when you go in and you take a couple pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to do something like a creative a hub, more so and like a almost like a production set. 
mm-hmm. where you have you know high ceilings. Mm. Um, we want to be able to also uh, have gear available to rent. True. So you, instead of like you coming in and being like, oh yeah, I need to go to whatever rental house to go get all this stuff, you can literally just walk in. That's ready for you. And everything is there that you need: lighting, cameras, lenses, etc. Like it's all there. And then you have you know large studio spaces, and I mean like large, where you can like fit a car in if you oh, want to. Oh, sick! Yeah, that'll and be just dope. have everything that you really want and need like there mm-hmm. right and and that's like a major goal we've been talking about it for a while but we're like finally now actively looking for that doing the things that we got to do to make something like that happen but that's where i see myself um i love shooting um like i used to work at a a call center yeah taking calls all day yeah and it's like i never had the opportunity to go anywhere yeah right i just didn't have the time or i didn't have the money to do it mm-hmm. right and now like I'm all over the place. Like, yeah, literally. I'm here, there, everywhere. Yeah. Like whenever I gotta be there, I'll be there. Right. And it's like mm-hmm. that kind of opportunity comes when when you position yourself to to win. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's I'm just trying to continue doing that and just have a studio where it's now like I don't have to pick up a camera every time to go, you know, make something happen. I, I can just let people come in and use my space or use my equipment to to do what they gotta do as well. Okay, dope, dope, dope. And the, another question that I ask everybody on the show, what is the best advice that you've gotten and what is the worst advice you've gotten? And you don't gotta, you don't gotta mention any names. Um, the best advice for sure was uh, build a team. Yes. Um, as a creative, especially in Toronto and being like, you know, black creative Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we're more worried about people taking our clients than coming together and getting clients (sighs) you know what i'm saying and and what's crazy is like the craziest thing about like that mentality is like we were talking about it earlier you as an individual can only say such a high number Mm -hmm. because you're showing up by yourself with one camera or maybe two Mm -hmm. whatever like you can only do so much as yourself when you have a team of people that's dedicated to making the best quality product for the client Mm -hmm. the sky's the limit really you're talking numbers right and then and like the other thing that's crazy is like you can only hit so many avenues as an individual so what i mean by that is you only have your Instagram page. You only have your website. You only have you know your um, client pool or whatever that you're working with. If you're working with five or six other people, that's five or six other avenues of clients that you can be a part of as well. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? And people are, people are not thinking like that. They just want to keep everything to themselves and like, oh, I'm not gonna show you this because if you know it, then you're gonna use it to get clients. And it's yeah, like, it's like, bro. Now that I've shot, I shot a TV show, a 26 episode TV show last year, wow. last summer, and then I shot a movie this year. Jeez. And when you look at the bigger picture, like the bigger picture, mm-hmm. and you just realize how much money is actually circulating yeah. in the film industry for creatives. There's, it's endless. Bro, it's so wild <laughs> how much money like is out there. Yeah. And you're fighting for five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, stop doing that. Team up with other people, like-minded people. You have to. That's the hard part. Is you got to find like-minded people that have the same mentality as you and that are willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. And then you go out there and you get real bags. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I guess what was the worst information? <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing I got. Um, I think the worst information was like. Um, telling me that you have to hustle like just take everything yo 
I hate that as well. I hate that. And people, I feel like when you have a camera, people don't get that. Like they'll say, hey, just just take that or just shoot like this. But I, I don't do that. And it depletes my energy for one. And I'm not going to put my all into that project because I just don't do that. So you're going to be exactly. in with me. Exactly. It's like if you if you set a standard, like let's say, for example, your day rate is 2500 mm-hmm. right? To come with all your equipment. Maybe you come with two other people to help mm-hmm. set up the camera, set up the lights, whatever. It's 2500 to have you for the day rate, mm-hmm. right? And then you go and do... Uh, our client reaches out to you and they're like, "Yo, um, I only have twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do it for twelve. And you're mm-hmm. like, mm, "You know what? Twelve hundred is better than nothing. So, alright, let's do it for twelve. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things that happen that that screws you in the long run. You go and you do that job for twelve hundred opposed to twenty five, mm-hmm. and you don't have enough money coming in to satisfy everybody that's a part of that project. Exactly. That's number one. That's the first problem." Mm-hmm. Second problem is if you're if you're like me for twelve hundred, whether it's twelve hundred or twenty five hundred, I'm gonna do an amazing job regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm showing if I agree to it, I'm showing up. I'm gonna do wicked work. Mm-hmm. I do that wicked work for the client now. Present it to them, give it to them. Now every referral that I get from that client, it's at a twelve hundred price point. They're coming at me thinking, oh, yo, twelve hundred, okay, yeah, but that's not that's not my rate. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's gonna be a difficult conversation for me to now. Tell that client it's not twelve hundred; it's twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're literally shooting yourself in your foot. You're hustling backwards at that yes, point. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you, you got it. Anybody that tells you like I, I just do everything and I, yo whatever the price is, I'm gonna do it. They're gonna they're gonna burn out. Yeah, like, you know for sure they're not gonna make it long because they're they're taking on way more than they should and. Mm-hmm. And, and then, especially if you're doing your own editing, mm-hmm. right? On the back end. Yeah, people don't get that. You have like, <laughs> you have like 10 projects that you got to yeah, go edit. Yeah. But you're trying to take on another one because you need another $500 yeah. to, to pay your rent this month. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And now you have 11 projects that you have to sit down and edit and you can't get through it because it's too much. You still have enough hours in a day. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like, you got to you gotta say no to people. And, and no's are powerful too. And they set a standard. You know, it's a crazy thing. Like- I know, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like me because my price point is more than what they're willing to pay. Who cares? But, and that's my point. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like if, if you come to me and you're like, yo, what does it cost for you to do a music video? And I'm like, yo, it, it starts at 2,500 just for our, our production. Mm-hmm. Editing is separate. If you need pre-production, that's separate. But mm-hmm. our production date, we're going to charge you 25. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, there's a guy that's saying uh, five go. bills and I'm just going to make, Hit him up. Yeah, go. Hit him up. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not fighting you to 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 spend money on your project. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it costs money to get this stuff done, mm-hmm. especially when, like you said, I I invested my time and money and my into into my craft and my equipment. Mm-hmm. Like just for me to show up, like if you were to rent, like literally, if you were to just rent the equipment that I show up to shoot your project with, you're you're already at like two two thousand yeah, dollars just exactly, to rent it. exactly. And if you don't know how to operate it and you need somebody to operate it and do everything. That's another you, price. You gotta, you gotta pay the person yeah, to do that. Exactly. You gotta pay people to come and do that for you if you don't know how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't own it, you gotta pay for the equipment to show up and do what you need to be done. 100%. And at the end of it, and I think a lot of creators, like they're so afraid of like offending people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not offending people by telling them what 
you want mm-hmm. or, or what your time is worth. Mm-hmm. If they don't see value in it, they don't respect your 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 um, your value or whatever. On to the next. You just say, okay, no problem. Like, uh, like I hope you find what you're looking for. But you know, if you need it, I'm here. Mm-hmm. But this is where we start at. Mm-hmm. You can't be concerned about how people feel about you. Like my skin, my 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 skin is so thick, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you could say anything to me, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, word. <laughs> All right, you take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take yeah. care of yourself. Like yeah. I don't, I don't care. Like I'm not losing sleep over not booking a client. And mm-hmm. that's and that's that's what I was saying. Like a lot of creatives are so afraid of not booking that client. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I need, I need to make money so that I can pay my rent this month yeah and they just take all the bs that comes with like yeah that's what i learned the hard way. that's why i i don't really shoot as much as i did before but because i felt like i got drained from yeah, the negotiation pro- yeah it's taxing that process but i'm a lot better at it now when i do shoot because i don't care to argue with your low price you can go somewhere else i've been here for like five years now <laughs> if, if it's too much i get it mm-hmm is what it is it is what it is jeez okay so let everybody know what's coming up for you um your social media handles and where they can find you okay so um right now i'm working on a very very we'll say intensive uh online course okay so like i'm literally giving all my secrets away Okay. I'm building an online course where if you know nothing about cameras or even if you're an advanced camera user, mm-hmm. if you're trying to learn about the creative part of it, you're trying to learn how to, you know, build your brand and build a business around it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to learn how to use equipment, the technical parts of, um, you know, this production world. I'm doing it all in a course and, you know, it's not going to be free. Yeah. Like I'm giving you, like, here's the thing. I'm giving people free information on my YouTube Film channel. Film school. I'm giving them free information on YouTube and they're not coming and looking at it. Yeah. So I said, all right, no problem. <laughs> Pay for it. Now I'm going to put it all together and put it all together really nicely and I'm yeah. going to, and, and I'm going to charge for it. Mm-hmm. And if you want all the secrets, that's where you're going to have to go to get it. Okay. So that, that's like one of the, no, one of the number one things that I'm working on right now is that, um, online course. When can we expect that? <sighs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the way that I'm, I'm structuring, I'm trying to get at least, Put it like this. For each module, I have five modules. And for each module, there's about 10, um, we'll say courses or mm-hmm. parts of oh, it. So it's deep. Yeah, it's like very deep. Like mm-hmm. we go from we go from the very basics to yeah. like the really advanced stuff. Okay. And where we really are trying to um, focus our information and energy as well is the business part of it. Because okay. a lot of creatives suck at the yeah, business. That was part me. Of it. I needed that. <laughs> suck at it. So yeah. it's like I, I've been through the fire. Like I I literally went through it and took all of the bs yeah like all of it okay and now i learned it and i'm like i'm gonna show you how to avoid it mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you the best ways to to get what you want from people okay so so that's the top of my list right now and then um i guess you can find me on instagram at flashforwardmg.com dope. or at flashforwardmg and then my website is uh flashforwardmg.com okay dope dope well Thank you for being, to, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. That was a lot of game, especially about the negotiating part that helped me. Um, I'm looking forward to your course coming up. And then in the future, if you want to come back, you're welcome back anytime. Appreciate it. For sure. Ah, All right. Thank you. <laughs>